again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the lone survivor of this episode. Andrew, with me, the one who doesn't make it to the escape pod, Keith. Hello. And the one who gets eaten by a sea creature because she just wants to pet them all, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a double listener request. This week, we played Subnautica, so thank you so much to Global Baller and Javier from Nerd Talk Plus for recommending this game. Subnautica is a first-person exploration survival game where you are a lone survivor from a crashed ship on a mysterious alien planet that is just covered in water. So you are trying to scavenge your way and find a way off of this island. Going around, for me, I played Subnautica... This is actually my second time revisiting Subnautica. I played it back, I don't know, it's been like three years ago. I got it free when it was on Epic Games on the computer, and I loved it then. So then we had some listeners recommended. I was like, I would love to go back to this game. So for me, this is a definite game. I love Subnautica. I think this game is a lot of fun. This is going to be a weird game for me, but not, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out an old wild card that I like to, I like to use for a while. I did not care for this game. It was not for me. I just don't do builders. But honestly, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. There's nothing about the game itself that makes me go, oh, I couldn't stand this aspect. I couldn't stand that aspect. As a matter of fact, there's some really cool things to it. So I think if you're really into builder games and you like this style, it's absolutely worth checking out because I think it's a well-made version of this or well-made game of its genre. But I just I couldn't get excited about it. I couldn't get into it. So it's a personal pass. I'm going to give it a game. I put so many hours, but I definitely had some highs and lows with the game. I think one thing that you know I had to consider with how much like the game is, I played on an older console, and I 100% do not recommend. This This is the game that's going to make me upgrade my console. <laughs> it was it was that bad. And yeah, so I'm still going to give it a game. Uh, I'm, I think I'm, I'm at a low right now, you know? And then so like an hour from now, I'm going to be like, oh, I kind of want to go back into it. <laughs> and then I'll be a high. So. I, I was surprised it's just a game for you. I, I felt like you just wanted to keep Look, playing Look, I this. just got it to a low though. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I, I put like over a day into it this week. Like, yeah. I put in a lot of hours and I just, I'm really, I feel like I'm kind of dumb with these games. <laughs> Really? Like, like I no dumb. Oh, I think dumb. you said done with these games. <laughs> I, I was in the middle because I was like, done doesn't sound right because you're really into these, but dumb I, sounds yeah, mean. Make so me I don't want to say that. Dumb, yeah. Because <laughs> I I feel like I, I I need someone to hold my hand a little bit. Like I need this game to be multiplayer because there's certain like I think it was a lot more concise and easier to understand building wise compared to like Astroneer and some of the other ones that we played, but. My mind doesn't work like that. I'm, I don't do good with technology, with anything like that. <laughs> and that's why I have Andrew. <laughs> so, you so I have, I, have a, I have a question and a comment on that. So my question, okay. Liz, is I guess what about your older system turned you away from it? Because I'm running a Series X. No. A, a, a 1X. 1X. Sorry. Yeah, so not a Series X. I'm not rich like that. I have a 1X. <laughs> and it the load times were a little bit, but like, a minute, minute and a half tops. Otherwise, so, it was fine. I had a lot of pop-ins. Like, it was so bad that I would, like, start going by something that I was actually looking for. And then all of a sudden, like, the creeper vines would just shoot up with, like, me going through them. Like, oh, I'm in the creeper vines, I guess. And then all of a sudden, they would all start to appear. And so, for me, it, it's kind of a big deal when you're trying to figure out, like, 
am I going towards the right biome? Especially at the beginning, like where I'm at now, like I know like if I go southeast, I'll get to like this area, that kind of thing. But at the beginning when I'm trying to figure out where I am, it was really confusing. And it was also, I, I would go by a mineral and it, or like a, one of the rocks that contain a mineral and I'm looking for these rocks and then I don't see it until I'm going by it or I, ha- I have to get super, super close and then they start appearing. So for me, it was, it was the pop-ins. The loads weren't great. But, there's but only also, one like, right. there were a couple times that I saved and it didn't save properly, and um, it crashed a couple times, and so I was constantly saving because I was like, I'm not losing progress again. Because uh. there's nothing worse than when you get, like, that mineral that you've been searching for, you know, and then all of a sudden it's just like, no, why, why aren't I moving? <laughs> and then you, yeah. So for me, okay. it was just very buggy. Like, okay. it wasn't even just the pop-ins, but... No, I can see that. I I don't think it's I, maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're on a one X or not, but I I can kind of see where you're coming from there. But I didn't really think much of it. Um, but yeah, I was just I was just kind of curious what what your thought process was there. But my comment is, is I I do agree with you that I think I would have had a lot more fun with this, and I probably would have played more hours if it was multiplayer. Mostly just because, as I mentioned, of the builder genre, I'm just kind of ADD about them. Like I can I can read the you know, the blueprints and, Hey, you need this and this item. I can find the items. I can collect them. I just lose focus. And then I start building like a whole bunch of storages and I don't organize them. And then I just kind of get overwhelmed and, and just fall out of the game, if you will. But if I have like someone like Andrew, I'm like, don't worry about me. I'll be off collecting all the stuff. You do all the building. <laughs> Bye girl. Or like yeah, because I I was fo- I was like oh I really want to build an observatory and I can look out of my glass and it's gonna look so cool. You spent so much then, time building that observatory. And then I was like oh wait like I there's well the I, I, the story which we haven't even touched on. No, we haven't even started. The I feel like really. it's actually hard to progress in the story because you you get things every now and then, but it, it this game to me did not feel linear, and so that also distracted me. Where I was like, oh well, I kind of don't know what to do right now, and this looks cool, so I'm gonna make it. Or, um, you know, I like I'll just go hunting for different minerals and stuff until I figure it out. So, yeah, you guys are touching a lot of points before we even started, like, really started this episode. This is just a but, really good intro, Andrew. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a great job reeling you guys in. <laughs> so getting off, we're going to try to get this off now with the story. And as I said, the beginning of the game, it does not tell you much. It does this really quick cinematic of you escaping a ship. And as you're leaving, you see your ship exploding and you land in the ocean. And there you go. That's how you're starting the game. And I got to say, I loved the story of Subnautica. When I first played this back in the first time around, I didn't think there was much of a story. I thought it was very much like, yeah, your ship crashed and you're getting out of here. But as you're like digging deep and you're finding majority of like almost all the story is done by PDAs that you find, but they're all audio logs. So you normally can just play an audio and keep playing the game. I loved the story of Subnautica. I don't know about you guys. I liked it, but for me, I wish that there was more story at the beginning because like you're, you're, not meeting, but like you're hearing the people on like the PDAs and stuff, but I don't really have an attachment to these people. Yeah. And so, and I also felt like it, it took me so long to progress in the story because I felt I didn't really have direction. I'd get the radio things and then it would come off that like you needed to go to this area. And so I would go there, but I feel like those were so few and far between. And I feel like I'm just now getting to the story. Like I just now like I'm really 
figuring out like who the aliens are and why they are doing what they're doing and all that. So, but I did think it was interesting, like with the PDAs, the sunbeam, um, they originally didn't think that your SOS or your message was important. Yeah. And then they realize, oh no, you're, you're up without a paddle and you need, you need help. And so Always. they're like trying to get to you. I'll have to edit that out. Oh, Jeez. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't um, know this was a PG-13 <laughs> podcast all of a sudden. It's a, um, I apologize. I'm going to start saying also, all the time. <laughs> I think I'll it's, bleep them all out. There is, um, an interesting one where the person was like, I saw the shadows in the water. I am not going in that water. And I'm like, that is totally me. Because from like when you, towards the beginning is the first, first time that I met a Leviathan. They freak me out. It is scarier than any horror oh, game yeah, this, we played. This game is kind of part horror game. There's, whoever created the Leviathan has like, just a warped imagination. The cold, dead eyes. At one point, the second time that I ran into it and it grabbed me and it's looking at me, I like immediately pause the game and I'm like, I'm getting out. Yeah, I was going to turn off my game and lose my progress. I'm like, I cannot look at this thing. And then Andrew, thankfully, I came over and like dealt with it for me. <laughs> it's like, Just like with the something about those eyes. Listen, we're living down south right now and no. Because <laughs> it's spider like. Yeah. Ew. I don't like it. So I thought I had seen clips of those at least, but maybe I haven't. I have to check that out because I'm kind of interested. But for me, as far as the story, I mean, I, I honestly didn't get far enough to really find <laughs> one. Like I found some of these PDAs and I I kind of gathered that you were you were never like on the ship alone. I mean, there, you had all these help pods along the way and all these different things or these other pods that you're finding. So like I figured I did figure there's more to it. But because I was just really struggling so much on getting myself invested, even on the gameplay level, I couldn't even I couldn't really drill down into the story. So I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. I just I didn't get into it at all. You never met the Leviathans. Did you go to the Aurora? The what? The Aurora. The, your, the your ship, flaming your ship. ship that's yeah. Because yeah. uh, they're all around there. Maybe I did see one and I didn't notice it then. I don't know. I feel like I would notice it by your description. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did go out there because I got my radiation suit and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I didn't spend enough time out there. Yeah, an th- important factor about Subnautica that I think we really have to state, you have to be observant in order to play this game. <laughs> if you're someone who just, like, if you're like Liz, <laughs> just you really miss everything, you will struggle with Subnautica. This game requires you to be very observant. I can't tell you how many times Andrew has grabbed my arm and pulled me away from like almost stepping in dog poop. (laughs) (laughs) It is ridiculous. So I, I think I did train myself to eventually get observant with this game. Like I was getting so much better, but I think my issue was that I was finding things in the wrong order. I do not need to find fragments for the Cyclops all the time, but not for the Seamoth and not for like basic things that I need. And so for me, I found it really frustrating that I was, and then at one point I was like, there really needs to be a gun in this game. And then I, I found the blueprints for it to scan and I killed a crab in front of it and it wouldn't let me scan it anymore. So there's like little things with a game like that, that like technically, like I should be able to do something, but it won't let me. Oh, that was so frustrating. I went all the way to that island and then I had to, I went back and then went all the way back to the island for that stupid fragment. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was so irritated. 
Well, so that's a that I mean, as far as the fragments go, one thing I did actually notice, and I think, and I actually do agree with you, Liz. It's annoying is all of the fragments are in like set located positions, from what it seems like, because there are yeah, you know, more or less. these special boxes, all these things. So those are predetermined. Why are there so many unnecessary pieces of one thing, and I'm like struggling to find another? I get that some are bigger equipment that like they want you to take more time to find. But finding, like, six additional pieces of another item, like, you'd find more pieces of that one item in an area than you even need to begin with. And, like, things like that yeah. kind of annoyed me about it. I think it's it's very much to kind of help you. It's not like, oh, there's only three things in the entire map. This map is huge. And if they sure. only had, like, a set limited number of fragments, yeah, I mean, it, it would be frustrating. It is huge and it isn't. Because, like, I also felt like they did concentrate some things in certain areas. Like, the reef had, like, so much stuff. But I don't. I just found it was frustrating. And also, they got rid of coordinates, and it's like for me, there are certain things that it would be nice to like. If I need like one more fragment to something, like let me look up the coordinates. They they got rid of them so that people couldn't use them. And for me, I just think that's kind of lame because they also have the developer tab, and so I actually did this. I um, created a, a cyclops, and because I wanted to go to like further out. And I just wanted to see what it was like. I didn't realize that doing that, like, you can't get achievements anymore, which kind of sucks. I should point that out to you. And, like, even if you, like, stop using it, you still, you're not going to get any more achievements, or at least that happened for me. But if they have those type of cheats, why not make it so that I can find a fragment? You know? I just feel like that seems kind of silly. Well, to explain the developer tab, when you press start and you hit both bumpers, it adds a menu called the developer tab, and it's essentially a cheat screen. It lets you have, you know, take no damage, have unlimited oxygen, instantly spawn certain vehicles. So it's essentially a cheat menu. And yeah, if you do that, it disables your achievements. Uh, yeah, I made the mistake of making a Cyclops. Then I yeah. was like, it's, so then I was like building other stuff and I was doing stuff for the other achievements. And I realized they weren't popping up and I was like, oh, well, that um, sucks. <laughs> I'm curious if in the new Subnautica they'll change that now where so many more games are allowing, like having those assist modes, but not punishing you on cheats or on on achievements so i'm curious if they'll change that in the new one so they actually just recently patched it to make it so it turns off achievements it you you used to be able to get all the achievements before oh, by doing the cheats yeah so when i originally looked at the achievements because not to get ourselves on the achievements the, all the achievements are secret so i had to look them up and a lot of people were saying like oh to get this achievement activate developer tab teleport to this island boom you get the achievement but then it wasn't until like farther digging after I already tried these things that it said if you activate developer, the developer tab, you cancel and, and turn off achievements. But I also think it's like, silly to have them be secret achievements because these are things you're naturally going to do. You're yeah. naturally going to make, uh, what is it called? C the Seamoth. You're naturally going to make that because you need to go deeper and you're going to create the modules so that you can go to like as low as like 900 feet. Like you, you have to go further down to get stuff. So for me, I don't like that it's a secret. Well, some of the achievements definitely are story driven and it makes sense why. Yeah, but those ones aren't building a a prawn suit. Like, yeah. First time and like exiting your pod and jumping into the water. Like, yeah, that doesn't need to be a secret achievement. I think too, like this. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Um, I also wish that, because I, you can select different, like, radio transmissions to to have it, like, a little beacon thing or, or show you where to go. And I kind of thought it was a little annoying that it didn't tell you if it was completed or not, because I, I wish it said that it was completed. So they had all these ones, and I'm like, wait, 
I don't know if I did all these because I kept like selecting and deselecting and also my bad, but like <laughs> I, I felt like that would have been helpful or if it told you that you collected everything from a certain area, I just, I, I just found it hard to like find everything. So it would have been nice to know if I had completed it, you know, that's just a, a nitpicky thing like for like me personally, cause I'm unobservant. I understand like why they didn't do it, but I just wish that they had it. I like we've been all over the place on this episode. <laughs> Well, what does he play? I don't know, but we've already covered achievements. We already talked like, oh, like we talked like so many different. If this things is already. your first episode listening to us, <laughs> it is not normally like this. It's normally much yeah, less organized. So, jumping back then, actually, on another thing, because you mentioned like this game has its horror <laughs> moments. I don't know if I would call it horror or not, but there was. I, I, the first time I got all the way out to the island, I don't know if there's names to these islands, but the one where like the star beam tries to land and save you and like, yeah, yeah. LOL, spoiler alert. It doesn't save you. You keep playing the game, <laughs> but needless to say, I had, I had gotten pretty injured on my way out there. I don't know. I was swimming around in some fire water or something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And then I get up onto this island like da 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 and I'll be darned if that little crabby thing didn't come flying at me and I just <laughs> jumped out of my chair because it killed me in one shot because of how low I held the hand. And uh, yeah, all the last thing I saw was just this thing. Bah! Lunges at my face and then dead. It's like, Ugh. Well, so. I got killed by one of those gas things. It, it oh, yeah, they're, literally, they're literally cows. They're like sea manatees. And you yeah. died from, I didn't even know they were One hit. I had, I had like the tiniest sliver of an injury. And then it took my full health because it, it must have done it right on my head or something. I died from the, the giant floating like mini island things. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, they're, like, they're like giant shellfish. I think they were like, it was like giving off some sort of gas or maybe it had drifted into radioactive area and I didn't notice. I don't know. The other day I was like trying to, I was trying to scan it and well, then I died. Well, it you if there's radiation. Yeah, so it must have yeah, been. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't mean I noticed that, Liz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I also think too, like I, this worked for me, uh, but I always, whenever I need to go get something, like if I needed coral pieces, I would always just fill up my bag on the way. Like I always needed more stuff. I always needed more of every mineral. You had like 20 lockers full of things. <laughs> no, but I ended up needing them. Like I bought yeah. back like 10 corals. I needed two. I ended up going through all that. Oh yeah. I'm not so really for blaming me, you. It's, it's like, smart. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so for me, like I went through, I was like, I'm not going to need lithium again. I have so much. Guess what I needed? I collected so many. I still needed more. So for me, anytime I went out to get something, I'd always make sure I filled up my entire inventory and then went back. Because usually there's a ton of stuff around anyway. Do you ever get increased bag space? Like as no. far as what you can carry? But you build I, a base, which you apparently never but did. But you also... <laughs> you. No, I tried a bunch of times and I couldn't figure out how to build things onto other things. And I then I got frustrated and, and, and I just built a bunch of storage lockers in an air tubes. <laughs> and uh, I kind of just ran so, with that for a while. The Seamoth has, um, you can have a module and you can have an inventory space there. And then your Cyclops, uh, I just, I built like full containers there. So if you bring your Cyclops, which can carry your Seamoth or your prawn suit, like you can have a ton of inventory on you if you're going long distance. Okay. That makes sense. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about like my personal bag space. And since, you know, I went everywhere via Seaglide, I, um, Oh my I was gosh. Just, I was just I, always relying on what I had, and I was basically always out of bag space because my sea glide alone this took blows up my like mind. way too much. Space. I needed that I needed that sea moth to get to like to any depth. Cause I also 
Andrew was making fun of me. I get so nervous with like oxygen. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have like a minute left. I need to get to the to the top. And I, when I was going through the the cables in the Aurora, I felt so claustrophobic, <laughs> like just going through and like knowing that I had like limited oxygen. It was like freaking me out. I did not like that. But yeah, I was, I, that's why I always wanted more oxygen. That's what I always focused on because I knew that it would make me nervous. Oh, it was like irritating me. I was like, Liz, you have a, over a minute of oxygen. Stop going up for oxygen. <laughs> oh, the fine. amount of times I died from lack of oxygen because I wasn't paying attention. That probably way more times than Liz actually went to the When you die, you lose stuff. Not always, though. I think it's only if you have like a certain amount of stuff. Because sometimes it would just go, you died. You only lose minerals. If if it's anything you built, you don't lose. Well, I mean, like, I found five health packs, and then when the Leviathan killed me, all gone. So for me, I I mean, some some of that stuff is important. Health packs. I think it blows my mind. You almost played like 10 hours. You never built the sea moth. You never built a base. Like you literally spent this entire game just with the sea glide, just yep. struggling. <laughs> I will say I did have Andrew to help me because I was trying to build the habitat. I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on. So I had Andrew to help me and to figure out how to like to attach everything. If Andrew wasn't here, I would have had to look up a YouTube video. I, I mean, I, yeah. that doesn't. I almost jumped into a party with you to ask you, or I could have just looked it up. Because I kept trying to build, like, tubes and stuff, but they only went horizontal, and I couldn't figure out how to make vertical tubes. Oh, my geez. It literally says on your screen, press it, left and right on the D-pad to rotate it. Yeah, rotate, and it would just go left and right. I don't I don't know. I tried that, and it didn't work. <laughs> um, I, I could not imagine the struggle you were going through. Well, but that's so, the funny thing. Like I said, I wasn't, like, even... I mean, I was struggling in the sense that, like, everything was slow, but that was it. That that was my biggest struggle. I was just like, ugh, everything just feels like it's taking forever. I would just yeah. build a ton of batteries, and I would just sea glide thousands of meters off from my tiny little floating space pod. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I think- also, like, I, I feel bad because, like, for me, when I built my habitat and you start scanning, like, you can uh, have plants like in your space, you could have like a vine wall. Um, uh, one thing that was annoying, I got a shelf and I had like a little figurine and there was like a little glitch. It wouldn't let me put it on it. And then I thought that was really dumb. Uh, but so for me, I had the enjoyment of doing that too. Like making the habitat kind of like, like just building it the way that I wanted to having like a space for all my storage stuff and having the observatory. So I, I can't imagine how, boring it that must have been for you so this this is probably gonna be hard to answer but if i was not here how much do you think you would have enjoyed this game how much do you think you would ended up like keith and just only had a seagull i would have tried youtube and if i still couldn't figure it out like i'm really bad with figuring out like how like like with like technical stuff like how things work i don't like reading the screen and stuff i just wish that they would tell me <laughs> and so for me like if if youtube didn't help me i i wouldn't have played as much as the game but i really think that i didn't need that many answers though because eventually i started figuring it out on my own i just needed that little um little help at the beginning uh so yeah i i think i would have i would have had to go to youtube to play this game more otherwise i would have been bored yeah i will say like if if you are kind of a noob like liz 
Subnautica may be a little difficult for you. This game does not hold your hand. And I think it makes sense. Like Liz was saying, the game originally used to have coordinates, but they got rid of them. I'm assuming the main reason why, you know, there isn't much of a tutorial, there's no coordinates. The whole purpose of this game is you are on a crashed alien planet that has not been explored. Nobody knows anything about. So it makes sense that it's not like, oh, you, this is how you build things and how you're supposed to do things. Because this is supposed to be you, a random nobody in the middle of nowhere, have to survive. But also, like, I feel like my character should know more. So there was one point... Well, clearly knows engineering. Well, no, but, like, I went out into the ocean and, like, there was this, like, insane creature, like, technicolor crazy thing, huge, that was attacking my Cyclops. And I was like, I've never seen that before. And I couldn't go out to fix my Cyclops because it killed me instantly every single time. And then there were also these, like... um, land creatures that like crawl on the on the bottom andrew had never seen those either so for me it's like a game like this i don't understand how we're supposed to find everything if there's stuff that i don't even know how many hours you put into this game and you didn't see some of the stuff that i did so for me it's just like that's why i think coordinates are important well so my, my counterpoint for you andrew is that yeah i get it you're crash landed on this un, uninhabited not uninhabited i guess but this uncharted planet but you have all this technology and like you're going around, you're scanning blueprints. Like there was no technology that you could uh, obtain that, you know, it sends up some sort of uh, electronic flare that can like scan the surface and provide you coordinates. Like I get why it doesn't, you don't even start with a compass. So like, I don't think you should be able to walk into the game, crash land on the planet and be like, I have the exact coordinates of this planet. But I think as you explore it and as you obtain more technology, I think you should be able to get to it is what I think. Yeah, yeah. what Keith said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Keith. I think I'd, so. I'd agree with that. You know, I, I'm not the legend for nothing. And same oh, with like getting, <laughs> getting a better scanner too because there were some things that like go by really fast and it's hard to, to scan them. Like, let me get a better scanner. There were some cool, like, flying things that I was trying to scan and wouldn't let me. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know I really I just felt tried. like a lot of things weren't improved. <laughs> Keep the, I didn't try. I, I felt, I, I kind of struggled with the scanner because, like, you're underwater, so everything's a little bit floaty, obviously. And all, everything darts around their fish. They're quicker than you are underwater. I just struggled with trying to scan some of the fishes. And again, I just said, you know forgetting. what? I give up on them. <laughs> oh, another thing that irritated me. The, what are they, like the tiger fish? You need their tooth? Yeah, the stalkers. Yeah, the stalkers. So they can lose a tooth if they are, you know, chewing on salvaged metal or if you throw something at them. I think it is so dumb that I cannot kill these fish and just get it that way. I do not want to follow a creature around waiting for him to drop a tooth. But it's dumb. <laughs> like, and you have the stasis rifle. And so I used that and I froze the guy. And then I started slicing and dicing. Nothing. Like, so why do I have these tools? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I thought that was really frustrating because I just like, who thought like, oh, let's make people wait for a fish to drop a tooth. You so need your dentist tools. kit. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of tools, I think this is one of my favorite things about Subnautica. The toys they give you to play with are so awesome. So this is also what surprised me why I love Subnautica. Anyone who's listened to us for the past couple of, like, you know, for a while now, generally know I hate underwater levels. Almost every game tries to put in some sort of water element, and I think they're awful, and they're stupid, and every game keeps trying to do it. But this game is 100% like underwater. Well, not 100%. Sometimes you go up on land. Uh, land. Land travel is janky in this game. I'd it rather is. be underwater. It's, it's weird. 
<laughs> but the toys that Subnautica gives you are so fun and cool. So you first start off, you know, with a Sea Glide, which is just a little portable speed little handheld thing that Keith just used. Then eventually you get the Sea Moth, which is like this little sphere submarine. And it's just, I love, as soon as you get that thing, the game just opens up. And then eventually you get the prawn suit, which is a mech suit that you can use to drill and... Uh, yeah, you get the arms. Yeah, harvest minerals and, and punch sea creatures that try to attack you. But then it's all topped off with the Cyclops, which is this massive submarine. And I just, I loved the Cyclops. The Cyclops alone was just the coolest device. It very much reminds me of like me as a kid when you used to collect G.I. Joes and you get some cool action toys. But then you could get like the aircraft carrier, which could carry all your toys. And that's literally what the Cyclops is because you can store your other vehicles in it. And it's essentially just a mobile facility. You can actually walk around and explore it. And if you get attacked, you have to put out fires. It is just a cool, fun toy to play with. I like the, the little toys too. Like, I oh, think I did it's too. Really cool that like you you have the repair tool. You have a fire extinguisher, which I never thought I'd use again. And lo and behold, I definitely needed it. <laughs> um, the scanner, the flashlight, the knife. Like, I felt like there was a lot of things that you could use, so it didn't really feel boring a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and the Cyclops. I love that you can have like the storage lockers in there. That's the main reason why I like the Cyclops because it's like I can go on adventures and just fill it up. Yeah, and I just loved, like, everything in this game from all your toys that you're getting. You actually have to, like, meticulously kind of click on things. Like, there's a lot of fun interactions you can do with them. Like, in order to replace the battery, you have to find the battery compartment in the back of your vehicle. Like, accessing the access panel, you have to purposely click on it. Like I said, like, exploring your Cyclops, there's different lights you can turn on. It has, like, a touch screen, how you're, like, turning on your engine or increasing the speed. But don't increase it too much or you'll engine will catch on fire then you have to extinguish it it's just like these little fun mechanics that i think were so awesome in subnautica and there were little things too with um your base as well because all of a sudden like water started pouring in i'm like that's not good and you have to actually like what is it a hole yeah fill, fill up the holes and no, sure the, hole the least... reinforcement not yeah. hole reinforcement you have to add reinforcements if you keep adding to it so there's a lot of like technical aspects that I thought were cool because it's like I mean that would make sense yeah but it was like I, I wouldn't realize I need to do that until something bad happened no that makes a lot of sense and and I think it's one of the biggest reasons that I said from the very beginning like I don't have a lot of gripes with this game outside of I just really struggled to engage with it and and it it really comes down to how I play builder games and how I do or don't do well with them, I guess I should say. Because honestly, I think there's so much to Subnautica and some of it I wish I had gotten into, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't fight myself through, I guess. Yeah, I will say like, that's the kind of the difficult thing about Subnautica. This game, it can be either really short for someone or crazy long for someone. As like Liz has kind of put, this is not like a linear game. So if you are not finding the blueprints and the fragments to build these things, you could be like mindlessly wandering around this massive ocean for such a long time just trying to find the one last fragment so you can get the blueprint. It can be a really frustrating time, but when things start working and clicking for you, it is a ton of fun. That's why I, it was up and down for me. Where like the when I say down, it's when I wasn't finding what I want to, and I really wanted to create things and I couldn't create them. And then all of a sudden, I felt like I would get everything at once. And then I'd get really excited about the game. I was like, oh, I have this fragment for my uh, prawn suit attachment, and I can now create this. And so for me, like, and that's why I'm surprised I stuck with it so long because there were a lot of those moments. How long would you say, on average? 
someone should have the scanner after they started playing the game. Always. Always. No, you have to build yeah, the no- scanner, don't you? Yeah. Oh, wait, you're saying how long did it take to, for someone to build the scanner? Yeah, sorry. That's How long should it take someone to have built the scanner? Within the first hour? <laughs> okay. That's not that bad. I Because I was going to say, I think maybe two hours at most. And I think it's because I didn't quite realize that I needed to. Um, but yeah, I don't, it didn't take me too, too long. I just, okay. I was, I was I nervous. Was, you were going to say it took you five hours to no, build the scanner. I was nervous that you're going <laughs> to tell me that like within the first 15 minutes I should have had that. And I was gonna be like, Oh geez, that <laughs> explains a lot. But no, I, cause that was the one point where I, I got the scanner and then all of a sudden I, I was like, Oh yeah, I know where all these stuff, you know, pieces are. I'm going back. I'm scanning things. I'm, you know, getting all these, all this new stuff I can build, but I still didn't think I was having fun. And I think that's the thing is for me, I, this genre of games, I really find I'm having fun. I can be engaged with them and I can think they're interesting, but I don't, I find them more of a chore. I, I think is how I feel with them outside of my one exception is dragon quest builders. Cause dragon quest builders had just a lot of different elements that included like, I don't know, fun action too. So that one was different for me. But other than that, honestly, I, most of them kind of feel the same, not the same, but like work. See, I would have, for the most part, agree with you, Keith, if it wasn't for the story. Like, I probably would have got burned out on this game if I actually wasn't enjoying the mystery of the story. And, like, and that's the thing. You really also, once again, have to kind of dig and look at the story and kind of, like, read these PDAs and kind of figure out what's going on. Because that's what I really enjoyed about Subnautica is, like, I thought this was just going to be, like, get off the planet and that's it. That's the story. But once you start uncovering what's going on, you're, you're kind of essentially, there's multiple stories you're kind of learning. You're learning about a previous crew that landed here. You're learning about your current survivors. And then you're learning about like an ancient alien race that was on this planet. And you're kind of figuring out like how all these pieces kind of fit together. And it was actually really cool. And I thought the end of payout was actually kind of awesome. I think it's really cool too, but I just wish that it came a lot quicker. It would have come quick. Your issue is you weren't seeing PDAs. The story progresses no, when you're collecting I, I did, the certain once PDAs. Once you told me that, though, I did look it up, and I still didn't feel like it was enough for how many hours I put in. Like, because well, you said, like, oh, you you you're missing some and stuff, but it's like okay, but I put in over a day. Like, I think like it was like one day, three hours, and something, and I still don't feel like they're giving me enough story. The story's really cool. You t- like because I I looked it up like like with the ending and stuff because you know I knew I wasn't gonna finish it. <laughs> So cool, but give me more to to keep me going. Like have like the, the, even the cutscene at the beginning, like it, they could have given you so much more. Oh, I thought the cutscene at the beginning. The cutscene at the beginning. It, they they do it at the uh, in the trailer as well. I th- I love it because what makes the cutscene at the beginning so cool is the music. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying like. You don't really learn about like the other people that were on the ship with you, and I, I want, I, I don't know, I just like I said, I want more. I understand what you were talking about, where you like you wish you kind of had more connection with the other survivors. Yeah, I and do same kind with like the too. alien race, like you're not really communicating with anybody on the planet, and so I mean, I, I was actually like thinking, like, what if I was this guy, and I was just four days, like I, I forget what day my character was on, but you're there for weeks and weeks and weeks, just swimming in the ocean by yourself and that's what they made a joke like oh usually when you're isolated for this long you get a pet or like you do which that is one of the sacred achievements to get a pet you get a pet yeah oh i would like a pet it's a cute fish you gotta specifically grow a cute fish no cute fish oh i thought there was something called a cuttlefish in it 
Is that, was well, that a I mean, a, a cuttlefish a is a real thing. A cute fish. Oh, was a cute fish? Yeah. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> Be able to see. I knew that. But uh, as I was trying to transition, the Liz didn't pick up on. Sorry. What I think <laughs> is so great about Subnautica is the music and the sound effects. The unknown world. See, I was confused because usually we do graphics first. And so that was kind of your bad because you did it in the <laughs> wrong order. So sorry I didn't pick up on well, your mistake. I'm about to go through both of them because they go in hand to hand. So you Oh, they to, do? Yes, they, they do. do. I don't, yes. mm. Okay. <laughs> so the, <laughs> what I love so much about Subnautica, I think unknown, unknown Worlds Entertainment did a phenomenal job creating an amazing atmosphere. The, the graphics and the music and the audio of Subnautica is, is amazing. I love the music. My only issue is the music only pops in every once in a while. I want, I wanted the music on all the time, but even then when the music's not going on, it's super creepy. Just hearing like the different yeah. noises from the animals, you're hearing maybe some whales in the distance. And then of course, as Liz said, that's when a Leviathan grabs you and is snarling at you. When you the hear face. the Leviathan, like for me, I'm just like, Oh yes. <laughs> go straight, go straight. Don't look around. Don't look around. Go straight. And so for me, like when I heard that instant tense, like I just, my whole body would tense up. And what you were saying with the music, I actually kind of liked that. I wish there was more of it, like you said, but when it finally kicked on, it was really dramatic, and yeah. I loved ever, all the music that I heard. Ten out of ten. I'm, see, I'm trying to think. I I noticed there was a, a few random points that like it would make a weird like like a you beat the thing type of noise, and I couldn't figure out because it didn't seem like I had done anything. I was just like swimming up. Well, you haven't done anything. <laughs> well, I know, but that's what, like, <laughs> but it, it would it would make this sort of like I don't know. It was like a five second little jingle almost that I was like, oh, I feel like I should see something happening and like i don't know i never noticed anything around it it sounded really nice though and i think the soundscape was really nice oh boy did i dislike the character the noises your character makes oh it eats oh yeah i wanted to ask you keith what difficulty did you play on i played survival Um, okay so i don't know that maybe played a little bit to it i guess i don't know but i when your character is starving to death or is uh, dehydrating, they're just like, I'm like, it sounds like he's being stabbed, not starving to death. Like it was just a very weird sound. And then I was great, you know, grateful for when you would finally die and stop making those terrible noises. (laughs) But uh, the other soundscapes were nice of it. Or you hear him eat. That was also kind of annoying. See, I'm just glad that, that you don't have to hear him drown. I hate when games do that. Like, I think Sea of Thieves does that. There's been a couple. That he drowns like, a little bit. What? He drowns a little bit. Yeah, but it mostly oh, I thought just you told to me black. he didn't really... Yeah, you told me he didn't, it didn't make any noise. He, he kind of, like... So you lied. He struggles <laughs> a bit, I think, as you run, as you first run out of air. Yeah. And then it kind of just fades to black, but it takes, like, three And then music plays. Yeah. yeah, see, I don't I don't like that at all. I didn't do that mode because I, I knew that I would just get really irritated with worrying about oxygen, that I didn't want to do the food and the water. I cheated. <laughs> yeah, so Liz played on freedom mode. So all That's she had right. to worry about was health and oxygen. And then see with, I looked at the um, creative mode. I figured that would help me before I started playing like the regular game. It did not. I <laughs> Would not recommend that. It, it had the opposite effect because I was like, Andrew, what am I? What am I? Yeah. And you're just. Spoiled. I don't understand. I mean, I don't hate that they have the option, but who in the right mind would play on hardcore mode? Hardcore mode, you have to deal with both oxygen, health, food, water, but then you only have one life, 
And I could not imagine doing that because as we said, some of these creatures are leviathans and they literally eat you in one bite. And if like, I could not imagine playing 18 hours or something like that just to have one stupid leviathan snatch you up and boom, there's your 18 hours all gone. I, I mean, uh, we used to do it with, with Diablo 2. And you'd have 20 hours into a character, legendary items coming out of your butt, and then one just false swipe that you didn't expect when you were trying to heal up, and boom, <laughs> bye-bye, hardcore character. But well, I, that's why I only did that, like, once. Well, I was going to say, I, I mean, to that point, I could not imagine doing Like, I more so could not, only because of the amount of times I died in this game. The amount of times I just didn't try to stop myself from dying, because I was like, eh, it's easier than just trying to get back to the base, and I don't really have much. <laughs> I'll just die and go back. I actually, a couple times, I ventured really far out and I didn't find what I was looking for. And then I was thinking, do I want to go all the way back? And I would just um, quit out of the game yeah, and then you, I would start I love, back at my base. I love, that's what you're always I did that was, a couple times. So I actually put, I feel like I put in way more time than it says I did then because I did that. <laughs> but then towards the end, like where I'm, I'm playing now, I just go in a different direction and just make my way, but go over new territory. But yeah, there were some times where I would go all the way out and I'm just like, that sucks. I'm, I just, I don't want to play right now and I would just X out. But graphically, you said that like hand in hand, I do think I like the music more than the graphics. I actually saw a picture of one of the other characters like in the ship. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. There was actually like a picture. It wasn't. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 Uh, but I think for me, like the the poppins really annoyed me. Where I felt like it took me out of the atmosphere, and it was all the time. But yeah, that Leviathan, like that that was like they need to work for like a horror game. Whoever made that, <laughs> and I so. But I actually I think it really was a beautiful game. The water. I mean, they have to be good at water to make a game called Subnautica. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that overall, it was really really good. Yeah, I they I think just nailed just an underwater aquatic atmosphere. Like how the caves were formed, like just the way plant life looked. The the alien sea life is both gorgeous and terrifying. And I think they just did such a wonderful blend of both. There were some things when I looked in closer, I was just like, that kind of looks silly. Like there was this like weird worm thing. Um, so that's why I mean like I, I like the music a ocean bit more. Life. Have you seen our ocean life? Like even here on Earth, we have some freaky looking fish. Yeah. No, are I'm you, not saying like I, I don't know. Are you talking about the the like sandworm thing? That would like I don't know what they were, you? but they looked like they were dancing. Like it almost looked like they had faces too, which they didn't. It was just like the way that it was drawn, I, and I was just like, that looks weird. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It has like super wide set eyes, and they're kind of googly ish, so it looks kind of <laughs> silly when it's coming at you. But other than the eyes, I I think it's a well designed creature. And also to Andrew's point, we might as well have alien life beneath our oceans as it is but all in all yeah i think i think the game is really gorgeous i think the the only one small gripe i had with the water and it's a super small one it's like when you actually breach it just looks kind of like this weird it just looks off but if you're above the water standing in your habitat or whatever looking at the water looks gorgeous when you're underwater looks gorgeous and it does such a good job with shadows it's like always yeah. one of my biggest complaints about underwater in games is it's just like you look up and it's just this murky, like dark navy blue above you. Like, oh, you're underwater until that line. It gets progressively darker and it and you can feel yourself coming to the, the surface of the water rather than just Yeah, and feeling light it. coming in. Yeah, it it's so real. And it and I and I loved it. Like 
the graphics of this game are awesome. I also like too with the dip different depths and so um Keith did you get to like the blood oil area yes I did I got myself a rebreather yes. at one point so I just dove about 500 meters underwater oh yeah, my I think gosh I got deep is about 500 meters yeah so like I really like that that area looks so different than the reefs I feel like they did a really good job with the biomes it's more like for instance like the 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 blood root I don't think that there was a lot of detail in it is more what I mean with like being nitpicky Overall, like you guys said, the atmosphere is stunning. But there's just some things like that biome that was just like, I want a little bit more detail from the plants. I cannot believe. It still blows my mind how much Keith <laughs> accomplished with just the sea I know. glide. I cannot I'll tell you what, you. it adds a different level of fear to the game when you're like 500 <laughs> meters underwater and you're like in caves. You're like, man, I really need to consider like not getting lost down in this cave because I'm not getting out otherwise. See, I would get nervous when in my sea moth being in the caves where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find my way out. I wish that I was more like you, Keith, and that I was just like, let's do it. It blows my mind that you did not YouTube things. We can't do the segment, what did you YouTube this week? Because Keith clearly nope. didn't YouTube anything. He was just <laughs> the sea glide the entire time. I refused. I, I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I, I've got to. I had I had things for the sea cyclops. I think I had the full build for the sea moth. I just couldn't get the third mobile bay piece. So uh, yeah, that sucked. Also, Google works. There was a couple of things that I I didn't know, and and Andrew wasn't here, and I and I just Googled it. Um, just like a, a tip. Nope, <laughs> I I believed in myself, and boy was I wrong. But I feel like Andrew, you you hated how much I liked the game. Because I, I asked so many questions. <laughs> you make it seem like Andrew, I'm like grumbly. No, because I... I Girl, like the games. <laughs> no, what I mean is like, because I, I asked so many questions. You because, do ask a lot yeah, of questions. And Andrew hates being asked a lot of questions. Um, not by like, if, if you, like, if a listener asks him a question, he doesn't get, and I'm talking about like a lot of like the same no, type of questions. Like, like so what's much. this? What's that? How do I do this? What is this? What's that over there? Can I do this? Can I have that? Yeah. Like all the time. <laughs> it's just like, just... <laughs> Make up your mind. I didn't get it. Builder the ocean builder game. I don't know. You knew I was gonna struggle. <laughs> but uh, we already so, went over achievements. I know. Well, yeah. Kind of going over achievements again, real quick. I, mean, I would not recommend this. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard to say. I guess overall, I wouldn't recommend this for achievement hunters. Overall, the time to beat for Subnautica, you're looking at about 29 hours. Once again, like I said, that's kind of give or take, depending how observant you are. If you can get these recipes pretty quick, you could have a quicker time with this game. But if you, yeah, and if, like, almost all the achievements you're getting just by playing the game, progressing through the story. And as I said before, do not turn on the cheats. So I looked, like I said, I looked up, because all these were secret achievements, so I'm like, well, I gotta look these achievements up. And people kept saying, like, oh, turn on the developer cheats, teleport to this island, boom, you get the achievement. That has been patched. If you activate developer cheats, you will turn off achievements, which is so unfortunate, because I literally was, like, right at the end, but there was, like, one ingredient I was missing back on my base. So I'm 1,700 meters underwater, and I had an ingredient I needed back at my base. And there's teleporters you can take, but I'm like... That's going to take like an hour and a half, two hours just for me to get this ingredient to do this. Screw it. I'm just turning on no cost real quick to build this thing. And I, cause I didn't think it would lock me out achievements. And so I locked myself at a good 500 gamer score and literally in the last like 15 minutes of the game. 
I was like right near the end. I was so frustrated. You weren't you weren't able to just like exit out off of a save or whatever. No, because that's another thing. When you save this game, you only have one save file. Like you cannot. If you're playing a game, you can't be like, oh, this is my save one, save two, save three. You can have different games going on, but you can only have one save point for that game. Yeah. So I couldn't be like, oh, I'm going to save at this point, play with the cheats, and then revert back to that save. You can't really do that. Well, I I meant from that point where you realize that like you locked yourself out of the achievements, just like exit out of the game and lose your progress that you had from your last save. No, because I already saved... I already saved after I did the cheats because I didn't realize it did that. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, then. and there's no autosave. Yeah. I don't know if we said that, so. No, we didn't. I, I, I think I found out the hard way the first time. I can't remember if it actually bit me in the butt. But it's it's a weird... I, yeah, I, I wish there was some sort of autosave. I kind of swore there was. but Maybe when you of, die or something. But for I me, I, there was no save. Yeah, I don't think so. I never... At least either after the first time it bit me or once I realized that I just was always very cautious. Like sometimes I would save it twice. Cause it also like, it would sit there and spin for like 20, 30 seconds sometimes telling me it was saving until I like left my ship I was in or did something weird. So I was always like cautious and I would double save. So yeah, the save would take a long time. It was weird. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite get that. And it like, I mean, like I said, it would seem like if it was, if I was inside my ship when I started the save, if I just left my ship, then it would like kick in. I don't know. It was a weird thing. So, yeah, overall, wouldn't recommend it for achievement hunters, but if you put the time, you'll get majority of the achievements, and there's only a handful of achievements in it. So, getting into our final thoughts here, does anyone want to go first? Sure, I'll kick it off. Cause, so, here's the thing. I said it from the beginning, and <laughs> I've said it throughout the whole game. I, you, you can listen to this entire podcast, and you would think, Keith probably enjoyed this game. He didn't, he didn't have a bad time. I did. I, I did have a bad time. <laughs> But the thing is, it's not because of, of because of Subnautica. It was because of me. It's because of how I play the, the genre. It's because of how I even chose to play this game and to really not engage with it on a high level, like as far as like trying to. I just I really wanted to figure things out myself. I don't know why, but I did. So I just I struggled with it, and I didn't find myself having a, a good time with it. But that being said, I think it has a real lot of really cool features when it comes to the gameplay. As Andrew said, there's just a lot of different knickknacks and trinkets and toys that you can you can build out in this game. And I didn't even play with probably half of them. And you know the world that you're you're kind of exploring, it's beautiful. The soundscape's nice. It fits. It feels eerie and dark and under the water. So like from a game like an actual game, I think this game deserves at least an eighty. For my personal enjoyment of it, though, like seventy. <laughs> so you yeah. give it that eye. No, because again, I I I don't fault anything of of the game itself for why I didn't have a good time. I don't think it did anything to sway me away from it outside of being what it is. But if you like this style of gameplay, it's gorgeous and it it's great. I think it's worth checking out. So for me, like I said, this was the second time I revisited Subnautica, and I thought for sure I was only going to play this game like one or two hours. Like, yeah, it just kind of refreshed my memory. But I started playing it again, and I was like, man, I forgot how much fun this game was. I really enjoyed it, and I ended up yeah, playing it all the way through and beating it again. I just, It is just a lot of fun, which is surprising because, as I said, I normally hate underwater level stuff, but this Subnautica does such a good job 
like with a world building, as Key said, with like the audio, the graphics, it just feels like such a cool alien world. I absolutely love the toys you get to play with. I thought the story was really cool. It was this cool mystery that you're piecing together. My biggest faults with it are just kind of how non-linear it is, which is kind of a pro and kind of a con. The con part is just, it can take so long for you to find certain fragments. Like I had the Cyclops, I had all my toys built but I couldn't go with certain depth and it's because I was missing a module. And so it's like, okay, I got to Google this. Where is the module located? Okay. It's at this wreckage. So it's just kind of frustrating. That's like, just because I didn't explore this specific wreckage, I didn't get the module. And so like some of that stuff can be kind of annoying that you, you tend to have to look things up. And I always end up faulting a game for that. Like I shouldn't have to look things up in order to keep progressing, but once you do, I think the journey is well worth it. Once you start going super deep in the ocean, seeing these extra creepy creatures and getting into like the lava world, it's really awesome atmospheres. Love this game. It's a lot of fun. Um, for me, I'm going to give it a solid 85. I'm going to give it an 83. That number just called to me when I was playing the game. <laughs> I think too, because I... I feel like I would have given it less, but I didn't know how much of it was just gamer error. Like with how long it took me to do certain things. And so, and it seemed like the story sounded really cool. I didn't get all of it though. So for me, I was just, it was hard to score. But um, I'm really excited this week. So before we get into Metacritic, we have some listener reviews. Yeah, so if you guys give us a recommendation, definitely. Give us your review of the game if you've played it. So the listeners that recommended the game gave us their reviews. And first, we have uh, Global Ballers. He gave it an 89. He said, I think Subnautica is truly phenomenal. It holds your hand just enough to guide you, but isn't overwhelming. And the graphics are great. The creatures are terrifyingly beautiful. And it's an adventure you won't forget. Plus, the Reef Leviathan is beautiful. Then we have one from Javier from Nerd Talk Plus. You guys are awesome. So um, he said, For me, Subnautica is the rare survival game where the actual survival can become sidetracked by its open ocean world and mystery. The way it fuses its over 30 biodomes and all the strange creatures is amazing. The way it's always teasing the next little mystery in a distant roar or your computer going off with a warning in the in-game world always kept me immersed. It's a game I put many hours into in early access and one I look forward to playing on the new generation of consoles for achievements, of course, and playing its sequel, Below Zero, for fun. I give Subnautica and 85 meters out of 100. Oh, that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, Metacritic. Uh, 81 for critics, 8.3 for users. And I have one for you guys today. It's our fourth and silent co-host. Yes. And he's oh, back. boy. Of course, he gave it a zero. <laughs> As he does. So he went on first complimenting it, saying that it, you know the game is pretty. So he compliments it, but still gives it a zero. Yeah. yeah Got to at least give it like nice. a two. I know. Yeah. Um, should we finish the game in place of these lazy developers who dare to sell their thing still in beta? Or should you go to Wikipedia for the procedure? Um, and then he also said that you really have to have time to waste when he was talking about um, collecting things and harvesting and getting widgets to make different widgets. They're always long, so I'm just you know paraphrasing some of it. Um, and then at the end, I thought this was interesting. Even the super crappy No Man's Sky had a less crappy interface, and we felt a lot less lost. And then he called it a vaguely unplayable concept. Wait, did you not use the word turd a single time? I don't 
think so. I don't, I don't remember. I, was say, I didn't start, copy it all down because it's We need to start lot. doing a turd count, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said beta, so he must have played this game when it was like actually early access. Yeah. Oh, maybe. He, he said he felt lost. So. Okay. I mean, I guess maybe that makes sense. I, I feel like it's rare that I feel like I failed our listeners, but between Global Baller, calling me a legend, Until Chaos, calling me a goat, both of them recommended games, Quake and Subnautica, and man, I have not appreciated them. I'm sorry. Uh, and Hades. Until Chaos also oh. recommended Hades. All right, so I didn't fail Hades. But but so, sorry, Global Baller, and sorry, Until Chaos. I still love you guys. You're my favorites. Yeah, our listeners need to stop complimenting Keith. His ego's getting a little big now. Nah, you guys are cool. It's it's my favorite. Andrew has gotten I feel like absolutely zero compliments so far in this podcast. <laughs> I've gotten two. Just throwing that out there. So, you say that you're sorry. Are you sorry enough to play the game more and create a habitat and a sea moth? Or are you done? I may, I may, I may go back and I try. I may try some more. I, I'll go back and I'll look up where I can get the mobile bay so that I can actually build the sea, the oh my sea gosh. or the sea cycle. There's literally like fragments of your mobile bay are like literally right underneath your beginning life pod. I swear I looked around there. I will try again. <laughs> I will at least try to get the achievement for building a vehicle. Uh, so I want to thank uh, one of our listeners, Shane, uh, for discussing with me on our Facebook on the Hades review. Uh, you kind of gave me the idea, you know, we always read random people's Metacritic scores, but, you know, nobody cares about random people. We want to hear from our listeners. So thank you so much for giving me the idea of, you know, asking you guys, when you guys recommend a game, please give us your review. Because majority of the time when people recommend a game, it's because it's a game they love. So we would love to hear your take on it. We'd love to hear your score and we'll, we'll read it on this podcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much. We love hearing from you all. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, I will start on Facebook, be posting games that we are going to be playing in the future. So even if you don't recommend a game and we say, you know, hey, we're playing such and such game. If you've played it, comment, tell us, you know, give us our review there and, you know, we'll read it on the podcast. Uh, but you can find us on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. We're at Twitter at GBGBpod. And or you can email us, say hi and write us a recommendation. We're at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Um, yeah, I've been Keith. I think I've said all I had to say on this. I've, I'm out of words. <laughs> I, have, I have far too much of a cold to have said as much as I did tonight. I'm proud of you, Keith. You didn't sneeze or cough this entire episode, I think. No, if I not, I'll my, probably hear myself, what I edited. it. I muted myself the one time I had a good one coming on. Oh, otherwise, okay. I did good. I did good. And I'm Liz Noob, gamertag coming, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob is EW. And she's also the one with the foul mouth this episode. Seriously. Sorry, everybody. Bye. Thank you all for tuning in. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.